0: This is the Sold School Podcast, episode seven. Welcome to the Sold School Podcast. I'm your host, Will Mansoor. I'm here with my co-host, Sean Getty. What's up, brother? What's happening? Sean, you need to put your phone away. (laughs) I got someone that needs a lockbox
1: off their house immediately. Always
0: Anyways, guys, a little intro boop there. Uh, Today we're going to be talking about teams and and to start a team or not to start a team. That is the question. And the reason why is we always have a lot of our agents who think big and uh, sometimes it's not the right choice or decision to start a team. And we're going to talk about the pros and cons to starting a team and to not starting a team because Sean has uh, been on version what Sean version what? (laughs) eight (laughs) of of teams and i'm on version zero and i have a different approach so we're going to get right into this it's going to be good it's going to be filled with all kinds of nuggets uh so without further ado sean you ready to get into this let's go baby let's go let's go teams are like oh man they can be big they can be small uh you know, they can be time consuming and they can be a fucking nightmare. So I want to talk about teams today with you, my man, Sean Getty. And uh, I think, yeah, I think uh, teams are, are, you know, everyone sees the, what's the big allure? Okay, let's start from there. What's the big allure of having a team?
1: Well, And I can speak to myself for sure. <laughs> Uh, I think there's like three really major things that make you want to have a team. Uh, One is ego, for sure. Ego. Ego is a big one. They want the big team with the big name and the big picture with, you know, 15, 20, 30, 40 agents behind them. Uh, I really like that. That was one of the things that was driving me, for sure, because it's kind of like a symbol like you made it, right? Yep. Uh, And I think the other two major drivers is more income. And I'm going to air quote this here. You guys can't see, uh, but easier income right? Mm. So people start a team, they think that they're going to make more and that they're uh, going to make more easier. Would you say easier
0: is the equivalent of passive?
1: Uh, well, I think that's what they're thinking. You know what I mean? Right? Like, oh, I can just hire more people and they could do all the deals and it's, you know, I'm going to be able to sit on a beach and... Uh,
0: <laughs> okay. So for the listeners out there...
1: And we're talking about traditional teams, not self-organized or anything like they pay into a split.
0: Yeah. Okay, I don't want to get into any of that shit today, because that's just, oh, no, 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 See, ya, we'll, we'll lose everybody. But how much does it cost to run a team as the, as the team leader?
1: Yeah, so it depends on what you got set up. Like for, for me, my team was more based on um, education than it was on leads, because you know me, I'm not a big online lead guy, right? So yep. even though we were paying for leads, we're spending a couple thousand bucks a month on uh, lead generation. Um, that's, I didn't, I've never done one. That's peanuts, right? Yeah. It was super small, super, yeah. super small. Yeah. Especially we had 23 agents, right? At my biggest. So like 20, a couple grand, two, three grand a month is nothing. Um, but, uh, what happened is we were bringing in these leads and because I've never worked them before and I had no interest in working them, we spilled all of them. Like we didn't get nothing <laughs> out of them. Right. As many as that were coming in, you know, we had a few hundred a month coming in and zero conversion on them. Um, So, because again, I didn't grow my business that way, but that's one of your major expenses. And admin is going to be another one of your expenses. And admin's going to run you like three to five thousand a month if you're doing admin for all the guys and gals. And um, photos and measurements probably another four to five thousand. And then if you're going to have an office space, like mine was about eleven thousand. So when you factor in the costs, call it eleven for the office, five for the admin, five for the uh, photos and measurements, and then call it another five for marketing uh, in total. So what does that work out to? 10, 20, oh, 20, 20 30,
0: 25, 30, 25,
1: 30,000 a month.
0: Cool. You guys can't see my eyes there. <laughs> so essentially, essentially yeah. you were yeah. treating time for money. You were trying to.
1: I was trying to, but it didn't, it didn't work out well. And we grew, we grew way too fast, uh, too quickly, like too big, too fast for sure. Cause I went from like a handful of agents to 23 inside six weeks. And the thing with uh, teams, and this is one of the things that I like to speak about is uh, the people are joining because they want and they need support. Right. So even though we, we made systems in place, we had pre pre-recorded training. We had processes, procedures, we had all the stuff ready to go for them. They still needed the person to help, uh, show how to use all the stuff and implement, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, it sucks an amazing amount of time and an amazing amount of energy out of you. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, like that was like, I would say the biggest pitfall of starting a team was going too fast, uh, too too big, too fast.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of teams that I'm aware of, I mean, they're the big heavy hitters uh, out there, of course, but there are also the teams out there that have two or three people, right? They don't yeah. want to get too big. They have their little splits among themselves and, um, you know, they, they, they keep it tiny, right. Cause their overhead's tiny. And, you know, I kind of laugh cause I, I, you know, and all the big guys that have their names on buses and billboards, like, you know, let's be honest, you got to pay for that shit. You're paying to celebritize yourself. Like mm-hmm. you said, ego, mm-hmm. um, You won't find my face anywhere on anything. It's not even on a business card. I've never even had it on a sign uh, because I just don't, I've never operated that way. And so it, 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 it just, but I do see agents that are one, two, three years in the business spending money, putting themselves on bus depots and buses. And, you know, you're better off channeling that back into your business through any, some type of prospecting. If you want my two cents, I don't know what the ROI is on that kind of stuff. Uh, for solo agents and or teams, and some team leads make too much fucking money, so they got to spend that money on marketing to offset their income, which is another reason why it's out there. There's many reasons why, yeah. uh, but uh, and there's some big hitters where I live that you know they're all over the place, but those guys make tons of bank and they're broker owners, uh, yeah. which is cool. Um, so now that you're on version eight, uh, you know. <laughs> you fail and you fell forward which is good mm-hmm. uh, and what did you learn about teams and and uh you know like would you do it again
1: but I still have a team right uh, you know, I still you know, five, five, five six people but uh I've got it pause right now for sure for as far as growth is concerned i've got a couple of people that wanted to join recently and i just said no and um, yeah, so like one of the first lessons I learned early on is uh, the original thing that I wanted to do with teams was to just truly take some pressure off of me because I was spilling business all over the place. And I'm like, if I just have somebody uh, that could help me out and you know take over my excess business, it'd be awesome. So first agent I brought on was a you know, five-year agent i didn't have to teach them much as far as that side of business was concerned, like paperwork and things. But they knew nothing about generating business and all that, and that's what they joined for. They didn't join for the spill off. And um, I had my split super low, at a twenty five percent. So I didn't what's run the
0: math. Standard, anyways. For I don't even know what's an industry standard for a split. Fifty to sixty five to the team.
1: Yeah, paid to the team plus your brokerage fees.
0: And I guess that money, if they sell a house, offsets your 30000 a month. That's the idea, right? Ideally.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So, and like, here's like a really important distinction between teams, right? Well, actually, you know me, I'll, we'll do a big circle here. I'll come back to that. Come back, coming back, baby. Come back, yeah, baby. Back. So, charging too little or charging too much or not charging at all. And um, so, what happened is when I first started the team, I had to split at 25% because my mind was teams were dirty in my mind. And uh, they just, uh, it was one person getting rich off the backs of everybody else. And I didn't like that. But when I needed help, I was like, you know what? Let me bring somebody on and let me help with the excess business that I have. And let me just put it at 25%. Well, at 25%, once you actually start factoring in the listing costs and everything, the listing costs, the lock boxes, the signs and your time, uh, depending on where the listing is, I was netting out to like two to 400 bucks per deal. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, <laughs> and uh, what's the point? You know what I mean. When you're when you're making quite a bit more than that, uh at some point you start to to look at your yourself and your business, and it's like, is this worth the time? Right? Yeah. Twenty five percent was not worth the time for what I was putting in in energy, and uh, so then we upped it, <clears throat> and we had a tiered split depending if it was a listing or a buyer. If I gave it or they get it. And uh, we had like a 60, 50, 40. So 60 you paid to the team when you started, 50 and the 40, and then so on uh, going down. So now what happened though, um, and this is why like it's interesting between what I would call like the new age team and the traditional teams, um, as soon as the agents are paying you a split as a team lead, they uh, they instantly have expectations on you and they instantly think that you owe them the world because they're paying you, Right. And they might be paying you whatever it is, one, two, three, four, five thousand dollars per deal, which is a lot of money to them as a new agent, but as a team lead, it really doesn't add up to that much compared to what you could and should be doing on your own. So they're sitting there thinking that you owe them the world, and you're like, I ain't even getting nothing for this, right? Um, so
0: and yeah, hey, just- let me interject for a sec. If this agent these agents are new agents. They need every penny they can get because they got bills, they got all kinds of shit going on that they never had before, and you know they're they're pinching pennies, man. So I can totally see how that mindset could, uh, on both sides, not only the team, uh, the team person uh, and, and wearing the jersey, but also the captain, like you, could be you know detrimental and implode if not handled right right
1: oh yeah absolutely and um this is why i kind of like i really really am interested and i like the concept of the new age teams and the only way to get them is at the uh pyramid brokerages let's say right
0: pyramid uh, structure pyramid yeah. structure yeah structure,
1: right but you know there's a few of them out there now uh we're we belong to one i love it yep But what happens is it takes that paid split out of the equation and the gratitude is just so much higher. And for example, like I look at my people versus your people, right? Like my traditional team versus your mentor new age team. And the amount of gratitude and respect and everything that your people have for you is incredible. And you do a great job for them. There's no question, but the amount, the amount that my people felt that I owed them because of the split was
0: like, I gave you guys everything. Do you know what I mean? So right. we're, yeah. And that's what I mean about mindset. We're both doing the same thing, but my, my results are different than yours because of expectations. Right. Mm-hmm. And splits. So, you know, if we could transition into a traditional team like you had into what I'm doing right now, mm-hmm. which is a collaboration group. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, same. Still some,
1: ahead, but But they're still ahead to the team right? There's still one person that, that helps everybody that gives all their experience, knowledge, insight and everything, which is you. Yep. And the people love you for it.
0: Yeah. And, And what my goal is, and my goal, I don't have any overhead like you have. And I'm, I'm, but I'm still here giving the people the tools to make sure they sell houses and they do well and they're successful because when they're having success, I'm having success uh, because I get paid and I get paid by the brokerage, not by them. I'm not taking any of their money. The brokerage says, hey, Will, thanks for helping John Doe sell this house. As a a nice gesture, we're going to give you 3.5% of what John Doe made. Well, thank you. And so that is an incentive for me to answer my phone and to make sure that I deliver on my promises to the people below me, as I say, but they're, they're right beside me. Right. And, and the other thing I really love is the, the ability for me to uh, to create other me's within my group. And I'm already seeing that because uh, there's a lot of agents in my group and we already had one on the show, Anuj, Uh, He's in your group too, but he's in my group. And if anyone wants any more details on how that all works, we'll be happy to talk to you about it because we have agents in our group, a team group that have done over 6 million in sales in a hundred days, okay?
1: The first first hundred days.
0: First hundred days, 6 million in sales. And the reason why is because we are all, everyone essentially is a team lead for everybody, right? Whereas with a group of like a traditional team like you had, there's going to be some help within the group amongst each other, but not like this because there's no split. There's nothing. It's like, I'm just going to be a good guy or a gal, and I'm going to help you out uh, whether I'm, I'm in your structure or not. I'm going to help you out because that's just how, we roll. That's our mantra. That's our mission. And, uh, you know, everyone that's in my group and everyone that's coming into my group, um, our group, it's not mine, it's ours. And, uh, and I say ours, I say everybody, right. It's our group. They're so helpful for one another. Like as I'm recording this with you, uh, my, my, my phone's blowing up because somebody had a question in the group and five people are answering it for that one agent in real time, you know, and that's another thing that's huge. And, and, you know, yesterday was, was family day in Ontario. I'm sure it was in Quebec as well and uh, Alberta and all the other provinces in in Ontario. I don't know why I say Quebec. What the fuck? Anyways, uh, uh, that was a Freudian slip on something. I don't know, but uh, they they could go. (laughs) Yeah. But, uh, but anyways, I, I was on calls all day answering questions for people because you know, I, and they bypass other people to get to me and say, hey, I have a question. How would you handle this on a deal, on a deposit, doing this, doing that? And they know they can call me and they and I will be there for them. And I don't have any split with any of them, right? And I don't want their money. It's no good to me. What's good to me is their success. And if I can help inject that success and get it there faster than if they were working somewhere else, that's what my mission is, right? I guess you know, you can look back at it as I always ask this question to people, just in in general, like and I'd ask it to you as well. Is how do you want to be remembered? You know, and if you really know how you want to be remembered, then you should conduct yourself on a daily basis on how people want to remember you, right? Like that. Yeah, there's no days off. There's no fucking days off, man. You gotta, if you want to be remembered as that guy or gal who was always there, who helped people and, and was really, really heavily invested in other people's success, there's no days off.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so too. And I think like certainly back into that though, cause I got the, the teams, um,
0: we got a dog on set.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so for uh, for starting a team or not, right? Um, this is the one thing that again, like, we'll do a little UXP plug. But one of the reasons why I think this program is so cool is because uh, you have the opportunity to start it different ways. You don't have to just go the traditional route. And so I was talking to someone yesterday uh, that is thinking about starting a team, and I'm like, okay, cool. Like, like, why you want to start it? What's the goals? What's the the you know the uh, intent and ROI? Like we always ask. And uh, they want to have like seven, eight people. I'm like, okay, that's a lot of people. Right. And I go, why? Like first, but the first thing, why? And first shot is the ego. Right. Well, you know, all these big teams are doing it and uh, they don't give anything to the the people, which is super common. Right. Where um common. Yeah. Like you get nothing from a team. I was talking to another guy today that was on a team and left it left them. Uh, because all he got was internet leads, and then when he left, he's like, "Dude, it sucked. I had no clue what to do for my business." He goes, "I just died." He goes, "I got to get a part-time job right now," uh, after being in real estate for years, because I don't know what to do because that it's the thing that model. But it, that's how it goes, right? Yeah, 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 hundred percent. Team wants the the team wants to keep you on the team forever. Yeah, they want your money. Yeah, they they don't want you to leave. They want to train you just good enough to close deals, but not good enough to get deals.
0: And with our What's crazy is, you know, I could have 300 people in my group, but if they're not doing deals, the company's not paying me, right? So it's really important that I invest in their success if I want that passive income on top of my, you know, hamster wheel income, as I call, where you're running around chasing buyers and sellers and competing for the transactions Um, in order for me to have passive income on top of that hamster wheel income, I got to invest in the people. And like I said, the goal is for me to step away from the hamster wheel and just focus all my time on investing in those people. Um, But I love the hamster wheel. I could step away now, but I don't want to. I love the game, I love the hamster wheel. But you're right, like how many people do you know that uh, would say they were on teams and got nothing from it, right? See, here's the thing that I want to know. If I'm a team lead and I'm the one distributing everything to the team, what happens if something happens to me? Mm-hmm. What happens to the team people on the team?
1: Yeah. Right. Um, and this is, this is not like most businesses. I, I realise it's a little bit different. But like one thing that I was trained when I worked at the brick, uh, again, like I always give him credit, James, one of the best, well, the best boss that I think I ever worked for, one of the best bosses. And uh, he kept telling me that the sign of a good leader is for the leader to leave and nothing to change. You know 100%. That I mean? the business just takes over exactly the way it was.
0: Yeah. And in
1: real estate teams, it's unbeneficial uh, for someone to do that, to train their, their their people that well, because as soon as they do, they're going to leave and become their competition.
0: Yeah. Right? Okay, that's a good, I'm glad you brought that up. So before I came to eXp, I was asked to build a super team. They were going to build an office and everything. And, you know, uh, and then I and then I ended up finding this freaking stupid post on Instagram. And here we are sitting together. And so uh, that was 2019, by the way, when I met Sean on Instagram. I didn't even know him. But I just saw this post of this gigantic human writing on a whiteboard about <laughs> coaching, which I'd been doing on the side pro bono for about eight years. And so um, they were my old office, big box brokerage was going to build a super team around me. But after I heard and listened to what Sean uh, told me, which was like three months after we first met, he wouldn't even tell me right away. um, I was thinking that same thing. Why would I do a super team and invest in everybody's success? And for only for them to turn around to me and say, I don't need to give you 25 points or 30 points anymore. I, I'm going to keep that money and go do my own thing. And everything I invested into that person is now gone, right? Yeah. They're my competition. That's right. So when you introduced me to what we have now, our model, um, and I'll put a link in the, uh, in the bottom there for the, uh, in the podcast. If you're listening, you can go into the, the body of the podcast at the bottom and there'll be a link to our model. If you're interested, listen, knowledge is power. It really is, but it's useless unless you do something with that knowledge and turn it into power. And that's what I did. Uh, I ended up learning about this. And now I'm able to invest in people's success like you. And they're not going to leave me because I don't have a split with them. Yeah, it's like you know, I,
1: gratitude I is without
0: true. the split. Yep. But you still get paid. Right? But I still get paid. I still get paid. <laughs> I, still get paid. <laughs> I still get paid, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's true um, but I still yeah. get paid and but it, it's there's a lot of sweat equity that goes into that and it's not easy it's hard uh, just like real estate but I still get paid yep
1: yeah. and then um, yeah well I think certainly back to like, a couple more things with people that want to start teams to to consider uh, especially adding people too quick like, like that's like that what I would say was like the biggest the biggest lesson I learned the most expensive lesson I learned. Um, but what happens is when you're adding people to a traditional team, same thing, right? Um, the expectation is for them to do business right away because they're, they're quote unquote paying you, even though they're not paying you anything until they do deals. So mm-hmm. you're pre-investing all of your time, energy, knowledge and everything into them way before, right? And if you, if you factor in like your dollars per hour, um, you know I mean? Like last year, I was tracking like 800 bucks an hour. Uh, before I started the team, which is wild, if you think about it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and if I gave somebody three months of training before they did a deal, right? And I'm working at 800 an hour. like, I just, let's work that out real quick. You know, let's just say it's two hours a day, 800 times two, uh, times seven, times eight. That person owes me 90 grand <laughs> in commission before they've done their first deal. If I just do two hours a day with them right. versus what I've made on my own business. And I think that's something that you guys really want to consider before you start start a team is is what are you making now and understand that you're going to go down in your own business you you have to slow your own production because you just don't have as much time and i think you should start only with one person not even two just start with one well admin first and then your first agent and uh, because you'll impact your business the least while getting somebody trained and up and running and then pay very close attention to every question that they ask and start building policies, procedures, and training programs around their questions. So that when you add new people, they can refer to your manuals, right? Because mm-hmm. if you have to have the same conversation every single time with every single person you hire, not only are you gonna get burnt out, but you're gonna go broke, right? Yeah, because well, you're just gonna run the
0: Buddy, I was burning out. And um, you know, for me, the biggest things here where I work is the, the forms, right? Because you come out of college, especially new people, and they don't know how to write deals. They have no idea how to write deals. And so I was spending hours on Zoom calls with agents showing them how to do deals. And so what I ended up doing was I built this online resource for our entire line, including yours, where – and obviously the forms are different for you than it is for us here. But anybody that's new can go in to this. They get access to it for free. It's not something I – charge them every month for like some teams do, you know, you're on a team and you got to pay, 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 pay. It's bullshit. And so yeah. I, like I said, your money's no good here. So what I always do is I give them access to this. It's a Kajabi library of resources and our GSP trainings on there. Uh, but they, they, I have step by step videos on how to generate offers for every single form. And they they have to go on there and watch those and send their team lead within the group offers, dummy offers, practice, mm-hmm. practice, 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 practice. You know, today we were on uh, sold school uh, at clubhouse and we did role-playing and role-playing is huge too. And accountability partners are huge too. And that's all part of the collaboration group, not the team. It's a group. It's a family, right? We're all invested in this together for each other's success. Do you think, in a traditional team that people are playing for the name on the back or the name on the front?
1: Oh, it has to be on the back for a traditional team. And the reason why, and just so you guys, for, uh, for you non-athletes out there, uh, one, Jonas Port, but two, what Will's talking about, uh, back of the jersey, front of the jersey. So if you're playing for the name of the front of the jersey, you're playing for your team or your club. If you're playing for the name of the back of the jersey, you're playing for yourself and your own score. And what happens is on a traditional team where someone's a rainmaker, uh, you know, pouring down leads on everybody, they're monitoring your your call rates, your closing percentages and all those things as they should, right? Your KPIs, your key performance indicator. And what happens is if, you know, agent A is closing 40% of the time and agent B is closing 10% of the time, well, guess who's going to be getting more leads each month, Right. So now when Agent B asks Agent A, Mac, when Agent B asks Agent A, uh, how are you closing so much? What are you doing different? What are you saying? What incentive is there for them to help? I'll tell you right now, there's zero incentive. The more that that they help, the more they're going to hurt their own amount of leads coming in. So you're not going to get the real answer. And humans are about self-preservation first. And I don't care how good of a person you think people are or whatever you will never have somebody hurt themselves to help you, doesn't exist. Yeah. So that's uh, that's one of the things for sure to keep in mind and consider. Um, and then, uh, sorry, oh, poor dog, it's going wild. But um, yeah, when again, starting a team and just thinking about uh, costs and time and everything. Will, how long have you been doing this for? How long have you been in, in um, real estate?
0: Uh, 18 years. Jesus Christ!
1: That's a whole adult. <laughs> like your real estate career could vote. <laughs>
0: yeah, I know it's crazy, man. That's uh, I'm an old old fart. Young at heart, though, bud. Oh, I
1: mean, yeah. yeah. So, in 18 years in the business, have you ever seen a year this hot ever?
0: Oh man, I, I've never seen. Uh, The last 18 months is hot as it is. I mean, 2017 was pretty crazy here in Ontario anyways, until the Liberals stepped up. And, you know, April, they came out with their fair uh, market uh, housing initiative and foreign buyer tax. And then everything just went cold. But up until then, it was stupid. This is next level shit, man. This is next level shit.
1: But even that, like, can you compare that wild hot market to this? No. No, you're totally gets a super car to a normal. It's like a, it's as quick as a Tesla compared to your old Mercedes. Like, which one's quicker? Oh, hello. <laughs> right. So, we're, we're in the Tesla right now. This this, this market is unprecedented. There's, there's never been a time in history where two things have happened. And I'll circle back to why it's important for teams. There has never been a time where every single market in North America was hot ever. And that's because of all the money that was printed. Right. Yeah. So, well, where is that hot? And there's never been a time where any market that you're in has been as hot as it is. Every market is setting records right now across North America for sure, but likely across the world. Yeah. So, what happens is if you're going to start a team, uh, which I you know again I advise if you want to go for it, but if you're going to start a team. Uh, you have to understand that you are personally going to take a step back in production. There's no there's no way that you can keep up your own personal while charging people to split and keep to it. Can't be done. So in this time and in this climate, is it worth it at the moment to step back from your personal production to take the six months or eight months or a year or whatever it's going to take to get a team up and running to, to even match what your old production was? And I'll tell you right now, my old team cost me at least, and I'm talking at least half a million dollars in six months, minimum. Yeah.
0: Negative. right? Dude, that's that's a Ferrari. <laughs> you guys can't see it. Sean's wearing a Ferrari hat right now. That's a Ferrari. Manifesting. Hey. <laughs> Manifesting. Manifesting. Uh,
1: so, but what happens is, and this is where I had to look at it because I had to make some, some cuts and reductions, and, um, you know, I've got other people that now want to join again, like again, not again, but new to the Getty Group, right? Come back on.
0: Yep. And you
1: know what? I'm not going to take on anybody till after the spring at the very, at the very soonest because every single new person you take on, they're going to have questions about uh, contracts. You are going to have questions about CMAs. They're going to have questions about how to do with buyers. You Like all these things. And because there's a split attached to their deals, they feel they're, they feel like you owe them. Right. Yeah. And and what happens is to them that's a lot of money, whatever they're paying. And you know what? Fair, fair to them. But the amount of money that it's going to cost you from deals that you should have and could have been doing, uh, to me, doesn't make sense. So if you're thinking of right now starting a team in this climate environment, I would strongly consider what your production is going to look like and what you're going to lose. Um, Whereas if you nail it and you've been running a team, you got the systems and all that kind of stuff, and the leads coming in, and everything that these guys need. Uh, for sure, I think people can add to your production, but starting one is what we're talking about. And that's the tough part. And then that's why I just want to circle back again between the two teams, let's say the Matsur group and the Getty group, whereas the Matsur group, you still help them with all those things, right? You still help them with um, uh, like CMAs and listening presentation they need or whatever if you're available, right? But you don't need And if you're not, they understand. They're like, oh, Will's busy, it's okay. But if you attach the commission split to that, they'd be like, no, fuck you, you're busy. I'm paying you two, three, four, five, six grand a deal. You better be here. And then the animosity starts and the negativity starts. And then that grows into the group of how big you are. Like, oh, this guy's not around. He's not here to really help me. All he's trying to do is take my money and blah, 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 right? And then that's what causes that divide. Whereas the new age team doesn't exist.
0: Yeah, I'm glad you, uh, you pointed that out because uh, that's 100% true. Um, and for those listening that have been on teams uh, that have had that experience, whether it's on other teams or even those listening that are on Sean's, I'm sure you can't please everybody, right? There's um, mm-hmm. only so many hours in a day and there's one of you. Uh, so that's why it's, that's why I chose this way. Um, I've been on teams my whole life through sports. I know how to run teams, uh, but I didn't want people's money. And I didn't also want, if I'm going away for three days and I want to turn my phone off, my phone's off. You can't get me, right? Mm -hmm. That's why it's super important that I call these guys generals. I have these guys in in my group that are pretty much good to go. And if I'm not available, someone will call them. Uh, or they'll call another guy. So there's like five or six or seven now generals in in the group, uh, whereas before there was just me. And in, in another year, there'll be 14 generals, and then there'll be 21 generals and 28 generals. And all of a sudden, people won't even call me anymore, and I'll be calling them going, hey, what the fuck? Why are not you calling me anymore? But it's a, it's a result of me, you know, and, and so what I always say is if one of my guys – one of my guys, guys has a question for me. I tell him to ask his guy and get his guy to ask me. And they always say, why, why don't I just ask you direct? I go, because I want your guy to know and understand the answer to this. Right. So you if, don't have to always be the linchpin, Right. If he bypass, hard. if you bypass him, he's not learning. He's not turning into a general. He's not getting his five stars. So That's the way it's all set up. And I've told the group this because there's seven levels to our group. You know, you ask your guy and and that guy asks that guy above him and so on and so forth. But my my door is always open. I never close my door. It's open 365 days a week, uh, 365 days a year, seven days a week. I never close. I mean, most of my stuff is done via text and I'm in touch with everybody. But there are times when people do need an answer right away and they know they're going to get it from me and they bypass their guy and they say, Hey, I need to know this. And it's a two minute conversation. You got time right now. Absolutely. Call me. I'm in my car. Boom. Done. Right. You help someone else. And that's my legacy. Help, help, help. Because the more I help, the more success they have, the more success they have, the more success I have. And it doesn't start with me. It starts and ends with me helping and distributing value down the entire team just like you're doing
1: yeah except the uh the gratitude is much higher
0: yeah I'm, like, uh, I'm pretty loved like, yeah me. you are
1: <laughs> yeah well, i got for too man
0: <laughs> <love> uh, you. <laughs> but it's you know the, but
1: it's true it's like like you know and i've been back and forth on so many different things and you know me i'm not afraid to try something i'm, I'm definitely not afraid to fail yeah uh, i know that i could pick myself back up and get going again pretty quick
0: yeah uh, what you've done
1: yeah yeah. And I, I view everything as a lesson, right? Everything is a lesson. So there's not like it's a, it's a failure, but it's, you know, an opportunity to learn and opportunities have costs, time and money. And um, yeah, so like, uh, that's one of the biggest things that I learned is, uh, well, so one of the things, sorry, that I kept going back and forth on is like, if you're good at something, never do it for free. Right, they keep saying if you're good, so I'm never do it for free. If you're good, so I'm never do it for free. And I kept putting out free training and free seminars and free stuff. And People said, You should charge for this, you should charge for this, you should charge for this. And uh, that's what kind of made me go the big team route, right? By like charging basically for my knowledge and experience and uh, growing too quick, too fast again. If I would have only been, went one person at a time, might have been a lot uh, different results, but um. Still at the same time, like you got guys like Gary V out there that just says give everything out for free and uh, you'll attract the right people. And at EXP, the kind of nice thing is is that you do give it all out for free in a way, but you're still compensated by EXP by the plan. So you could actually go that route where you do start a team or a self-organized team or um, the new age teams and you give it out for quote unquote free, but you're still getting compensated quite a bit, like like. Will, do you have a car payment or do you have an office payment? Uh,
0: no, actually, I I, don't. I mean, I have a car payment and I have an office payment, but I don't pay them. Uh, you know, the success of the team <clears throat> and my, my uh, you know, investment in them rewards me financially, which covers those costs every month. Like I got a brand new <laughs> Tesla uh, and it's... blue performance and, uh, let's go it's paid for, i don't have to pay for it it's paid for i'm and i haven't an, i have a thousand square foot office i don't pay for that either <coughs> excuse me but but i do pay for it but i pay for it with my time and helping others get better which is going to help their life right and that's a little tiny reward that i get for doing that now obviously i make more than that like that the money i make every month from the company for distributing value i i could put about 10 different things it pays for for me every month including my mortgage payment so but i don't that doesn't happen without me distributing value to the team and making them trying trying my best every day to make them better people and better professionals in our industry that's my legacy right oh you're not
1: you're not trying your best you're doing your best <laughs>
0: Thanks buddy. (laughs) appreciate that. But you know, this is how I want to be remembered, you know? And the other thing too, is this, I'm very self-aware of what I distribute. And, you know, when you're in a team, you know, the team lead will give everybody the leads. Let's just say I didn't, I took another angle to that. I wanted to teach everybody how to, to generate, nurture and convert their own leads. So they don't have to depend on me. Right. And if, if something happened to me, God forbid, the show goes on. Like you said, your your brick mentor there and boss, James, a true leader is one that can step away and the ship keeps going north or south. Right. And so that's the way I wanted to do things is I want everybody to learn what I know. And I'm always looking to learn new shit so I can give that shit to the team to make them better. Right. You know, if there's something out there, you know, or if I'm reading something or I listen to something or I find something or, or you know, Brian's got training every week. Holy shit. He's got free training coming out the yin yang. Like this You learn bad. more in a week from Brian's training than you would in a year from a big box. And it's all it's all available to all of us, including my training and your training. And That's if right. for all those who want to know, you go into my Instagram bio in the link below and you can there, there's a, actually there's a link to all the week's training in the bio below free just come on in there's no password nothing click on the zoom link we well, you're happy to see uh, you'll you learn something new and that's just how we roll right that's and it it's you want to know uh this is just a circle it is
1: somehow how good some of this stuff is and and i can't exactly relate these numbers uh because like there's no stat that exactly correlates them but i'm just like thinking to myself and um so i heard a stat this morning from the um I was in some training for Edmonton, and I think it was the Edmonton board, but it might have been the Alberta board. But they were talking about the failure rate in the first year. And uh, the failure rate in, uh, well, I don't know if it was Alberta, Edmonton, whatever, whichever one it was, but they were saying that the failure rate was 72%. So 72% of agents come in the market and fail uh, exiting the business in the first year. Yeah. And he goes, he goes, Great news. He goes, we are actually down, or I guess up, whichever way we want to look at it, to 60% in the last year. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, okay, like that's very interesting. So that's super interesting. That's that's quite a big difference. And uh, the market right now, I would say, is more difficult for new agents because new agents are typically working with buyers, and buyers are tough to go right now, right? Oh, tough to
0: go, yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah.
1: So I was thinking to myself, I'm like, why... Like that's a drastic change, 72 to 60. I'm like, what has happened in the market that could actually have an impact of, of that much of a difference? And I kept thinking, I'm like, you know what it is? It's probably the brokerage models, right? Big time. So, because EXP is now like the second biggest brokerage in Alberta, I think. And uh, there's another brokerage reel that's kind of growing and coming up close to it as well. I'm thinking, you know what, all these agents that normally would have got little to no support whatsoever, unless they were on a team, which means they got no support, but just leads and, and bigger fees. Now they're all in these collaboration groups. And, you know, some are better than others. But, you know, I would like to see if somebody could put that together, uh, the correlation between these uh, pyramid setup brokerages, which I'm a big fan of, and the the lessening of people failing in the industry.
0: Yeah. And let's be, let's be honest here. Like we're not perfect. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of, uh, uh, guys in our company, there's 73,000 plus agents. Uh, there's a, there's, there are duds, there's duds in every company, right? Uh, they promise the world and they deliver nothing. So do your, do your due diligence and research on, on who you're going to join. Um, and, you know, ask really good questions and, uh, Because, you know, and you want you want to talk to the people that are within that group, not just the team lead. So, like, I always tell people that want to join our group, you know, you talk to me, fine, talk to people in the group, get their experience, you know, learn what it's like, because I could sell you a bag of gold. and, And, you know, I don't sell fool's gold like some guys do. But I could sell you a bag of gold, and you're going to get gold. But there's some guys selling a bag of gold, and they're getting fool's gold when they they come on board. So, my advice is just do your due diligence if you're going to, and, and ask a lot of questions when you're joining a collaboration group. Um, I have people in my group, which is your group, that uh, are were originally from other groups within our company. And they left those groups and, and after 180 days decided they wanted to come back and they joined us, thankfully, and they've never looked back. So, you know, the other thing too, is if you're not doing deals in your first month or two as an agent or less, you're in the wrong environment. Uh, there's no one pushing you. There's no accountability You know, pardon the expression, but you got to wipe your own butt like it's 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 the way it is. And if you're expecting the guy to wipe your own butt for you, then it's not happening. You know, you're an employee. You have an employee mindset, if that's the case. Whereas in in real estate, the ones that do well, the five percent of us, they have an entrepreneurial mindset but they are the only employee of their company. And if you don't get out of bed in the morning to do your job, nobody else is doing it for you. And that's how you got to conduct yourself day in and day out. Right. Yeah. And if you need somebody to kick your ass, Hey, you the, yeah. me and Sean will kick it all day long, up and down, up and down. We're going to have Johnny San Diego, Johnny on the show. And yeah. he's going to tell you how much Sean Kicked his ass up and down. And, and I, I said this before, Sean, how many times did we have group calls and he was late and you didn't even let him in? Johnny's yeah. here. I'm not even fucking letting him in. Sorry, Johnny. I love you, brother. But you're not coming <laughs> in today. And yeah. he learned. And what's what did Johnny do in, in sales last year? Uh, so he did like 200 Gs, something like that. GCI, right? Yep. Yeah. From nothing? Yeah, from his late yeah, Right. And he never would have done that if he he praises you up and down on social, he never would have done that if it wasn't for you. Showing him the way.
1: Yeah, he he put in the work though, right? I'll always give people the credit. He put in the work.
0: 1000%, but you kicked his ass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, on a pretty regular basis. And he's grateful for it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That you says a
1: fun- lot because he was one of the people I was, I was talking to about starting a team because he's, he's ready, which is pretty crazy, right? Yeah, it is. You know, yeah, right, so pretty cool. And uh, I was telling him some of the pitfalls that he's going to run into, right? About people not showing up and um, people you know, just letting you down all the time, right? And not putting in the work that you want to put in or that you're going to put in for them. And uh, he's like, yeah, but look, like you never gave up on me and you did it for me. And I said, I agree. I go, but now let's add a split into the equation. Let's say I was charging you 30%, 40% every deal you did for the help I was giving you. Would you have let me kick you out of those groups or those days? Or would you have been like, dude, I'm paying you. you got to let me in, right? And what would your mindset been? And what kind of virus would have got into your mind uh, if you entered a split into that equation? And he thought about it. And he's like, you know what? I probably would have quit. He was because I'm paying you money and you don't let me in the training, right? Right. I see. Exactly. I go, and that's where the power is in, in this, right? That's
0: the difference between the Getty group and the Mansour group. <laughs> you know, but the one thing I want to, I want to end with here, cause are going to wrap up is, is expectations and managing them. And I think, you know, when you're, if you're going to start a team, whether it's a team like mine or a team like yours, it's really important that expectations are discussed and managed from the onset. Um, and, uh, those are super important to the success or failure of, of each of our situations here, because, um, you know, people do are very demanding and they want your time. And, you know, how many times do you get a text or I get a text saying urgent red alarm, I need to talk to you right away. And then the agent calls you and it's something that could have waited for three days. You know what I mean? Everything's urgent. And so you got to make sure that expectations are managed for success, because I don't, if you're, they're not managed, you're setting yourself up for failure. That's my two cents. Mm
1: -hmm. Absolutely. And the the one thing I want to add that we didn't get a chance to touch on um, is uh, about the way that that I was going to say our group is set up, the GSP as a whole, because I would say that's, that's ours. Right. Um, And even though, uh, I'm sitting on top of you as a sponsor. So that means that I've got people that are aside from you underneath me, right? So like everybody that's yours is underneath me, which great. But I brought on people that are aside from you that you have no business with at all. Besides that they're, you know, they happen to be connected to me.
0: Yeah, I don't make a dime off them. No, but how much have you helped my people that oh, have yeah. to do with you? Yeah, but that goes back to my legacy, right? It doesn't matter. It's not about money. Your money's no good to me. It's about helping people and being invested in their success. And that's all I give a shit about. It doesn't matter if they're not in my line and they're in yours and you're benefiting from it and not. Listen, man, there's enough to go around. So for me, it's just that's just how I'm built. It's 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 all about helping others. And you're right. Like I have I built this Kajabi library for my group And I'm like, Sean, send me all your guys. They have access to this too. Because we're, you know, we're we're this big group. But we're, I always look at it, like when I coached kids, hockey, I always said to them, because I'm all about playing for the name on the front, not the name on the back. And I always said, guys, we're 17 players in here. But we're 17 as one, one unit. And that is why you and I are one unit. It doesn't matter if there's a hundred over there and a hundred over here and I, I don't make money on that hundred but I make money on that hundred it doesn't matter we're a unit and that's why I oh just that's why that's why I roll that's how I roll bro that's how I roll
1: <laughs> the the group as a whole is stronger which is amazing
0: right that's right the group as a whole is stronger and it and, it, and my guys and, and listen don't put this all on me man because you open <laughs> the doors even though these guys are in your line and they're in my group um, they still, they still, uh, reach out to you for stuff and they still join your calls on Thursdays. Um, and it's, it's amazing. And it's, it's because they have access to everything because the doors are all open. Right. Yeah. All right. This has been amazing. I know we can go into all kinds of other stuff with teams, but, uh, I got to bounce myself because I got a listing appointment with my Second of nine listings I got coming up. It's absolutely insane. Good time to be a listing agent, let me tell you. Oh. Uh, but uh, I, as you know, but uh, I, uh, I enjoyed this man, and I, uh, I can't wait till we uh, we collaborate again and uh, talk next week. Love it, buddy. All right, man. Take it easy, guys. See ya.